episode number 206. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. We're going to talk about validating your career change options and we're going to talk about making the wrong move. This is the time where people are thinking about making moves, whether that means moving into something completely different, whether that means moving within your organization, within your team, is often the time when we're considering making moves. Through the work that I've done with lots and lots of professionals, I have noticed that the thing that holds a lot of people back is not wanting to make a mistake. So if someone has made a transition in the past and that transition didn't turn out the way that they hoped, they are mindful about making their next move because they don't want to make another mistake. If someone hasn't made a transition before, they don't want to make a mistake. So the fact that people don't want to make the wrong move keeps them stuck or keeps them in a role that they know isn't the best fit for them. So today I want to talk about two things. First, I want to just address what it means to make a wrong move. And then I want to give you some practical strategies that you can implement so that you can start to validate the ideas that you're considering. Okay. So The fear of making the wrong move often comes because we don't want to waste time. That's something that comes up a lot of times. So when I'm speaking to people, it's like, oh, you know, I've got this amount of time in my career and I don't want to make the wrong move and then waste time and then have to restart. That comes up for a lot of people. And the other thing that comes up is people feeling like the decision that they made is final. So if I move, then I'm going to be stuck. Right. So let's talk about those things. This idea that we are racing against the clock, that we don't have enough time, that we have to get everything done as soon as possible because life is going to pass us by. I want to I want to offer a reframe around that, a reframe around that. Right. Because whatever it is that you're doing, however it is that you're spending your time, you are learning. Okay, whether it's a positive experience or whether it's a negative experience, you're always learning. And one of the quotes that I absolutely love is a quote from Nelson Mandela, where he says, I never lose, I either win or I learn. I never lose, I either win or I learn. And the reason why I love that is because in any situation that you're in, there's always a lesson to be learned. And you may have a situation where you land a role and you absolutely love the work that you're doing. And it's like, yeah, fantastic. Great. But oftentimes we learn our biggest lessons when we're going through a difficult time right? We learn our biggest lessons when things are challenging. So if you have been in a situation where you've had to work with a negative boss, or you've had a toxic work environment, the lessons that you've learned around navigating yourself, navigating your emotions, those are valuable going forward. If you've worked for someone and you're like, do you know what, I don't like the way that they treat people, then you've learned a lesson in how you don't want to lead. You've learned a lesson around how you want to show up differently, right? And so looking at your your lessons differently 
rather than saying like, oh, I don't want to make the wrong move because I don't want to have a negative experience, recognize that every experience is valuable. And I'm not saying that you want to just jump into a negative experience if you know it's going to be negative. But what I'm saying is if we view it less as a, you know, I'm going to make this decision. And once I make the decision, it's going to, it's going to impact the rest of my career. It's like, yeah, it may impact the rest of your career, but not necessarily negatively, right? You're going to learn lessons and then you're going to be able to course correct and you're going to be able to move. And that leads on to the second point, which is people feeling like once I make the decision, it's final. It's not. It never is. You could move into a role. You could get promoted. You can move. You can shift. And after a period of time, realize that this isn't actually the right fit for me and I can move on. Like there's always opportunity for you to redirect and course direct. So when you approach you making any type of shift with that mindset where one, you're learning, and two, there's always opportunity for change, then that frees you up and that opens you up to actually look at the opportunities that are available to you rather than being worried about making a move or worried about taking steps. And the reality is, in order for you to figure out where you want to be, it takes action. It takes action. It's not just about you thinking about it, like coming up with an idea in your head and just thinking about it is going to get you to the place where you you feel confident make, making that move or taking that action. You have to do in order for you to move forward. It isn't just about coming up with the idea. And so often people are waiting for this epiphany moment. And I say this to my clients all the time, waiting for like a light bulb to go off and a message to come and be like, yes, this is what I need to do. Sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes you might get a revelation. Sometimes you might have a God wink and just know that this is the path that you're supposed to be on. But oftentimes it doesn't. Like it's just the next bit of the journey that gets revealed as you go. So rather than thinking of it like a light switch going off, I like to tell people to think of it like a dimmer switch. So you know, like when you're turning on a dimmer switch and it gets it gets brighter and brighter in the room, like thinking of it like that. So all of the action that you're taking is getting you to that, that, that bigger picture rather than thinking, I need to have that moment in time where I know absolutely this is what I need to be doing. So that's the first thing to really think about um, how am I viewing making a wrong move and how can I shift my perspective around that? And then I want to talk about validating your ideas. So part of getting you to the place where you've got the, the light and you're really clear on where it is you want to, want to be is gathering the right data. So here's the reason why for many of you as professionals, it's hard for you to make shifts and make changes. Like you may have worked really hard to get to where you are in your career right now. You may have um, gone through a lot of hoops, jumped through a lot of things in order to achieve the level of success that you've achieved in your career so far. So then when you start thinking about, okay, I want to I wanna go for that promotion or I think I want to switch and do something else, it can feel risky because what you're doing right now is what you know, right? What you're doing right now is what you know. Um, and so know that you are not going to make decisions on a whim. Like you're not just going to be like, oh, that sounds nice. And then I'm just going to go and sacrifice my financial security, sacrifice all of this experience that I've gained and go do something else. The reality is you're not going to do that. So rather than thinking that you can just go and look for some inspiration and see an idea about your next path and go follow it, let's really look at what would be required for you to actually make a move. What would be required? And the thing that is going to be required for you to actually take steps and make a move is data, is evidence. Like if you can form a very, very clear idea that is backed with evidence as to why it is you want to go down a certain path, you're so much more likely to go down that path. 
And so rather than looking for inspiration, rather than feeling like you need to just jump and take a risk and see what happens, let's actually lean into how can I gather enough data so that I can make a data-driven decision about what I'm going to do next and feel good and feel confident that this is the right step that I need to take, okay? So inside of my coaching programs, one of the things that I talk my clients through is how to validate their ideas. And I want to share a couple of those ideas with you today. So I'm not going to go through all of them that I would normally like break down in, in, in some of my coaching sessions, but I'm going to share with you the top two that I have found to be most effective and helpful for people. Okay. So the two methods for validating your career, career change ideas, one is the golden nugget conversation. And the other is test driving your ideas. So golden nugget conversation and test driving your ideas. So let me break them down for you, okay? Um, and if you're watching this, type that in the chat because when you write things down, it solidifies it in your mind. So golden nugget conversations and test driving your ideas. So golden nugget conversations are basically very intentional conversations that you are having with people who are doing the thing that you are considering doing very intentional conversations that you are having with people who are doing the thing that you're considering doing. Now, another another term for this type of conversation is an informational interview. So you may well have heard this before, but the reason why I call them golden nugget conversations is that the conversations that you have when structured the right way can give you so many nuggets that are golden because they are going to save you time, energy, and resource that could be related to you going down the wrong path. And they can also give you ideas that are relevant to you that you may never have thought of, okay? So in these conversations, you're able to have a targeted um, discussion with someone who has information that you may not be able to find elsewhere. So I've had experiences and clients have had experiences where from that one conversation, they were able to say, yeah, no, no. What I thought this was is absolutely not what it is. And this is not aligned to my skill set. This is not aligned to my values. This is not going to be aligned to my strengths. This isn't the path that I need to take. Equally, I've had people have conversations that lasted a very long time where the person on the other side was able to give them so much insight into the industry that they were thinking about going into, the different types of roles that were available, that people recognized that there was a whole world out there or a whole role that was very, very specific and very, very aligned to what it is that they're looking for. So these conversations can be game changing. You can have one of them, you can have three of them, you can have five of them, but the more that you can have, the more you're able to gather data. So from these conversations, you're able to learn what it actually looks like to be in that role. You're able to learn what is required of you in that role and ask yourself, is this something that I actually want in this season of my career? So the idea is that you have these conversations, you gather the you gather the data, you review the data, and from that you can make a decision about whether or not this is a path that you want to pursue. Okay, so that's golden nugget conversations. And when you think about it, these types of conversations are had in different settings. Think about like global companies. What do they do, right? When they are when they are developing a product or a service, what do they do? They go out to the market and they do market research. They have these types of conversations in a in a slightly different setting. I remember when I was in college, I used to work for a um, uh, for a company that did market research, a, a telecommunications company, um, telesales, right? And we used to have to have conversations, call people up, members of the public, and ask them questions about their um, 
habits, ask them questions about the types of products that they use and why they use them. And we would have lots of conversations in the day and we'd have to input the information into a database. Then we would send that information to the company. That company would then review that information and it would help them to determine whether or not they should release the product as it is, whether they should make amendments and what it is that they should do. Why do you think companies spend millions of pounds or millions of dollars on market research? is to make sure that they are on the right track with their product or their service so they can ultimately make the type of money that they want to make and make the type of impact that they want to make, right? So we need to apply that same thinking to our own individual careers. Have these types of conversations, gather the data so that when you go out into the marketplace and you want to position yourself for a new opportunity, you have the data. Like you understand what kind of skill set is going to be a good fit. You understand how to position yourself because you've had these conversations, okay? So that's enough about golden nugget conversations. The next thing that I want to talk about is test driving opportunities. So some of the things that we had to do when we were younger are so relevant as adults and we don't always see it, right? So when I think about school and um, work experience, like hands up if you had to do work experience at school and you got the opportunity to go out, out and work within an organization, work within a company and see how everything worked, like Give me some hearts on the screen if you've done that. Let me know in the comments if you've done that. Um, those experiences, the reason why they give you the opportunity to do work experience when you're at school is so that you can get a first-hand um, insight into what it actually looks like to do that role, right? And then you can come away from your work experience and say, yeah, I absolutely want to be a lawyer. That was what I did. Or you can come away and say, yeah, I don't really like what they have to do on a day-to-day -day basis, right? The same thing can apply as an adult. We can create our own work experience opportunities as an adult, okay? If you know people who are doing the types of things that you want to do, and oftentimes there's going to be people in your network or there could be a friend of a friend who's doing what you're interested in, you can ask them, hey, like I'm interested to learn more about what you do. Would you mind if I shadowed you for a day? Would you mind if I attended a meeting with you? And this works really well if you're someone who's looking about promotion. Like if you want to be in the position that, someone within your organization is in, start building a relationship with that person, start showing interest in what it is that they're doing and ask them, hey, when you go to your next client meeting or when you go to that next meeting, will I be able to attend? Because then you get to go and you get to see like, what does it actually look like to sit in that seat? What does it look like to contribute in that way, right? And that insight can be so, so helpful for you to say, actually, I don't know if I would want to do that or yeah, absolutely, this is what I want to do. Um, one of my clients, she was looking at stepping up into a director level position. So she'd been working as a manager for many years and she was at the place where she was like, I know that I want to be a director. A lot of the time I am doing some of the tasks that directors do and I know I want to be a director and so I'm ready to step up. And we were working on her strategy for making the transition and she actually had to step in for her boss who was away uh, in a meeting. So they asked her, can you attend this meeting? She attended the meeting and she contributed in that meeting. They asked her questions. She was able to contribute. Um, and when she came out, she was saying to me, it was so surprising to me what it was that they were talking about. All of this time, I've been feeling like I wasn't equipped. All of this time, I've been feeling like when they have those strategy meetings, they must be talking about some other stuff that I have no, like, no knowledge of. But when she went to this meeting, the things that they were talking about were the things that she knew about. She was able to like contribute. She was able to add value in that meeting. And she realized that she had a view of what it would look like to be a director that meant that she felt she wasn't there yet or she wasn't ready yet. But her attending that meeting and having the opportunity to do so made her realize that 
I'm absolutely ready. Like I have what it takes. And it took less than two months after she attended that meeting for her to land her director position. So for her, it wasn't just about like knowing she needed the position. She needed to make a, a mindset shift about whether or not she was ready for it. But her having that exposure helped her to see that that mindset shift was necessary and put her in a place where she was like, I've got this, let's go. And because she, she, she had a different energy about her, she landed the role super quickly. So my encouragement to you is for, to look for opportunities to put yourself in the position that you would be in if you were to take up this type of opportunity. Um, and there's different ways that you can do that, okay? So when you go about validating your options, when you're strategic about it, when you gather the right type of data, then you're able to make a data-driven decision then you're able to make a decision that you're not worried about, that you're not saying, oh, am I making the wrong move? Is it the wrong step? It's like you're using all of the information that's available to you right now and you're making a decision based on what's available to you right now. So if you want to be sure about your decision making, if you want to feel confident in the step that you take, then you need to go about gathering as much data as possible about the options that you're considering. Until next time, look after you and keep moving towards your career goals. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode. Come over and join us in our Career Changemakers community over on LinkedIn so that you can join the conversation there.